If you're just joining us today, we've been talking about estate planning and what you need to know as we kick off the new year. I'm Wayne Nelson, and you're listening to Talk to the Experts. My guests today are Paul Lindsay and Norman Ewing from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting a virtual webinar on Thursday, January 11th at 6.30 p.m. and a live <coughs> seminar at the Fairmont Palliser Hotel in Calgary on Thursday, January 25th at 6.30 p.m. Now, for those who can't attend that one in person, this seminar on the 25th will also be held online at 6.30 p.m. Now, you will need to register ahead of time, though. Just contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or visit the website for more information at macmillanestate.com. All right. Uh, just before the break, we were talking about uh, some of the investment planning that we can do heading into the new year as part of that three-pronged approach. Um, the idea that we can protect investments um, is, is surely going to appeal to a lot of our listeners. What about some of the tax implications associated with our estate and our investments? Again, I'm sure this is something that a lot of people will find fairly relevant. When we think about taxation, we may be looking at a full-scale review of our current position and the tools that we have to mitigate the impact of tax on your estate. This is something that Macmillan State Planning offers as part of a comprehensive estate planning process. Now, we've been talking about RSPs and sort of the contribution side and, and the tax advantages that they have as we build them up. But, you know, often clients are in maybe a different phase of life. Maybe they've built up um, large RSPs over time. And it's a different tax issue there um, because, you know, if we pass away with a very large um, RSPs um, in our estate, um, that could be a huge uh, tax burden for our estate. So there's strategies that are available for families with substantial RSPs uh, to unwind those particular accounts in a tax-efficient manner. We have the ability to wither away those particular balances so the dollar value remains in your estate albeit that we can move them out of the RSP wrapper into a more traditional non-registered investment account. The impact of this planning is that we're able to reduce the income taxes associated with these investments uh, when they become RIFs. And at the same time, we're reducing the taxes that could be payable upon death. All right. Paul, are there any other options available as far as the, uh, the tax strategies? That's a that's a good question, Wayne, and it's one that we get asked quite quite often. You know, what do I do if I've maxed out my RSP room or my TFSA room? Um, as things stand, the the income tax legislation provides for individuals to have this ability to tax shelter up to twenty five percent of the net value of their estate. Uh, the idea is is that this portion can grow tax free during your lifetime, and when you pass away, it can pass tax-free to your beneficiaries. The way that this is done is this tax-sheltered value is contributed to a particular investment account as part of an allowance that is granted to us by Canada Revenue. Now, currently, the quickest that we can take advantage of this, I suppose, tax-sheltering program is over a period of eight years. But of course, once the value's been sheltered, it then benefits from tax-free growth. And that sort of growing, or the, 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 the increase, the, the interest, if you will, is, is compounding annually. In essence, it gives you, a, I suppose, a giant tax-free savings account, given that the value that we can be contributing to it will more often than not be rather more substantial than the, the TFSA room that we, we are allocated. Is that something then that 
we can utilize within our own personal estate, uh, Norman, or is this something that can be used other ways as well? Well, many people use this to great effect as a personal tax planning tool. It has the ability with the tax-free growth and the ability to move value on a tax-free basis on our death to lift the value of a state for a family by as much as 40% given the cumulative tax savings. However, you know, if we use this strategy for our corporate clients, if they have a corporation, if there's some value or some cash flow in that corporation, uh, we can have the investment account held in the name of the company. And we can essentially remove a layer of tax that will be payable uh, on the corporate value on the death of the business owner. You know, often we see that um, there's dividend payments made to pull value out of that corporation. Ordinarily, this payment of profit via dividends results in a, you know, potentially sizable tax charge. Um, but by using this strategy, we can avoid um, that, that layer of taxes. Now, is that something that happens during a lifetime or is it something that is only beneficial after death? There's uh, benefits to, to, to both areas. Uh, you know, essentially, we're building value here. Um, that value can be accessed through a person's lifetime, um, or quite traditionally, we see it uh, being uh, you know tapped to, tapped into um, with the estate uh, upon passing. And of course, given the the current economic environment, uh, you know sometimes there's further merit for our business owners to look into uh, both the success of the business and saving taxes. Uh, to consider uh, an estate freeze. It operates to the effect that we're deferring taxes uh, for the value of the business, we're limiting the taxes that's payable by the estate, and we're maybe utilizing uh, lifetime capital gains exemptions, so potentially millions of dollars of corporate value that would otherwise have been taxable um, can remain within the family. Okay, so obviously a number of opportunities then for people to help reduce their tax bill, and I guess that's what it's all about. We don't want to pay more than we we have to. At the beginning of today's show, Paul, uh, you mentioned that legal planning is another topic to consider. Uh, I believe that making a will falls into that category, but it's something that people typically tend to put off because it involves, well, they don't like thinking about not being here. A will is like after we pass. So would this be a valid subject for a New Year's resolution then in terms of estate planning? Don't put it off any longer. The start of 2024 is as good a time as any. Yeah, absolutely, Wayne. I mean, historically, in the context of estate planning, uh, the idea of, you know, I must get around to making my will is very high on people's lists of New Year's resolutions. And That could be because they simply understand the importance of the document and why they should have it. Or, on the other hand, it could be because they haven't had the greatest festive period and maybe a relationship has broken down or there is a reason to to remove or or add beneficiaries, perhaps. Um, Our will is, is, is absolutely an important component of our overall estate planning. But its effectiveness is definitely driven by some of the, the broader planning, some of the, the bits and pieces that we've, we've talked about here today. The, the one point I would, would perhaps make as well is let's not forget it isn't just about making our will for providing what happens to our estate when we die. We should also be looking at things like our enduring power of attorney or our personal directive to cover off that situation of, well, what about if I unexpectedly lose capacity to be able to, to make decisions and so on? So the will, the personal directive, 
uh, the enduring power of attorney. These are just parts of the toolbox, components in the estate planning toolbox. They have, you have to have the whole package to, be, uh, to have an effective estate plan. Well, I think there is absolutely merit in, in, in saying that that is the case, Wayne. I mean, you know, the, the, the more that we have, the more protection that we have, uh, simply makes life easier for our families, simply makes life better for us as well in terms of the, the, the planning that we're doing. All right. Great place to take a break. But before we do, a reminder, the Macmillan team will be hosting virtual webinars Thursday, January 11th at 6.30 p.m. and Thursday, January 25th at 6.30 p.m. For those who prefer an in-person experience, a live seminar will be held also on January 25th at 6.30 p.m. To register for either or both of these sessions, contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 or visit the website at macmillanestate.com for more information. Paul Lindsay and Norman Ewing from Macmillan Estate Planning are my guests today. We'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.